Ah, uh, yeah, another episode of DMC Dating, Mating, and Communicating. We talking whose body's calling my name, love languages, and mm, millennial sex slump, and more. Stay tuned. Stocking my green, I think that's why. But she good though. <laughs> yeah. She good. This is that new Bryson Tiller. The album just dropped uh, this past weekend, and I hopped in the studio. And Constance had this ready to go for you guys at home. So big shout out to Constance. You can clearly see how the man's Jimmy I'm B the, is super I'm excited right now. I like excited it. for this. Yeah, it's it's dope. I like this a lot. But Jimmy just got his life right now. One thing I like about Bryson Tiller is he tells the realness in his relationships. And he's going through this, I just got paid, so I'm dealing with all these girls who just want to sleep with me just for the money. So it fits perfect with this episode here, whose body is calling my phone, because apparently he's been dealing with all the time. But before we get into it, I'm your boy Jimmy V. It's been a long day. I'm happy to be here. Twitter, Instagram, at Be Your Own Dad. Let me introduce my panel, of course. Hey, everyone. How are you? It is Constance Dunn. You can always find me on Instagram or Twitter, Constance Dunn. And it's your boy, Chaos J, K-A-A-O-S-J, on Twitter, Instagram, Chaos underscore Oceans 31. So today, I Why? woke up. Why Oceans right, 31? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because your boy's so wavy, <laughs> yeah, and you, I'm bringing yeah. 31 flavors of waviness yeah. every day, all day. My like fault. I didn't mean to, that you, you know, have to itch. It's an itch that you have to scratch. You cannot no, you just say did. 30 motions. I mean, you know, I was going to just leave it like, like that, but I appreciate it. When he the does it 10 point. out of 10 times, you know, <laughs> you're just expecting it. And then it was just like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, guys, I woke up today. I looked outside. It was, I was like, ugh. It wasn't even a sunny day out here in LA, really. It was just kind of a little, a little overcast. Type of day. A little yeah. Oh, a little, a little gloomy. June gloom, yeah. It's early, a day I early. Guess so. It's already about to be June, too. What's crazy? Right. But then, yet, I mean, maybe this is just for the areas that I'm in between Long Beach and Manhattan Beach, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of cool. It's yeah. a jacket. The queen came in with a jacket. She A very fashionable jacket. I mean, always well, fashionable. Of it's the queen. But, I mean, for June, you would expect it to warm up, although I did see this supposed to start heating up towards the end of the week. So, right. oh, okay, good. That means good. this can be closed, will be coming out. They will be back. That, are, means, that means Jimmy will have excuses to just walk around with no shirt on. Yes! <laughs> no reason. Have you seen my Instagram? <laughs> nah, 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 I'm playing. But uh, yes, June is on the rise. Mem- mem- Memorial Day just passed by. I hope all, right. all of our viewers had a great Memorial Day. I hope you stayed safe. I hope you didn't get into no relationship issues because once that liquor hits the system, ain't right. no telling. And the parties started, like the exactly. warm weather parties mm-hmm. with scanty clothing, whatnot, mm-hmm. pools, drinks flowing, people having fun, nip showing, everything. <laughs> have Have you guys ever been at a party and you see someone across the way, so you kind of oh, hit them with the? You know. I did that. I've done that. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I'm a a stare or not stare. Because you know me, I'm typically not a big first mover, but okay. I can do, I put myself in the line of fire. This is what I do. And then make sure, sh- so in the line of fire, so you know. 
that I'm vague could be interested. So Thank it's you. at your point. Make it clear. Yeah, and then I make it open. You could come on over. And if you don't, then you're just not interested. So if he never comes over, would you go over with the sexy Oh, my gosh. You know, it's so funny. There was a man so fine, and I was with a friend, and we're having cocktails in some lounge bar, and we're sitting at a table. He's at the bar, and I was eyeing this man, and he did not have a ring thing. And I was like, you know, Maria, should I go? I go, this guy is so cute. And she's like, you want a power player. And that guy, you've made it obvious that if he's not a power player or he's just not available, forget it. So she had a good uh, point. Uh. Because if you, if someone's smiling at you, like looking over, not like crazy, like weirdo smiling, just like glance the thing. You know, the glance, yeah, yeah, the look, yeah, yeah. the slight smile, the turn away. The eh, 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 repeat a few minutes later. It really is a process, you know, <laughs> when you think about it. Because I remember I was a huge... Uh, if you guys don't know yet, we are talking about body language, of course. But uh, always coming up, I was a, I'm a flirtatious guy. But when I'm afar, you know, what's up? Ooh, Real low know, key, low maybe side. a little shy. Exactly. Well, see, for me, can I can I cut you off go, real quick? Go so on ahead. For, for me, I do the whole thing too. You know, the hey, what's you know what's going on? Mm-hmm. And in most situations, I would always be a little shy and I'm constantly like the whole time I'm, you know, like I know that the clock is ticking. Like, okay, like you can only exchange glances so much before and you have and to go over some time. <laughs> and then, so I'm sitting there trying to think like, That's okay, true. what's my icebreaker? What's my line? <laughs> yes. Like yes. How, what am I going to say when I get over there? Uh, but then in addition to that, it, you know, it's just like, Hmm. Damn. Yes. That's so funny, but it's true though. Now, that gap that we're talking about here, because I've had experiences where at, we just were playing the eye game. It's just do, do, do. And then it's like, okay, somebody has to go make the move. So I went and made the move, and she hit me with the, she wasn't doing the eye game the whole time. I felt so soft. Yeah, guys, she, you have no she, idea. Did she get you the curve? So we were actually on stage at some like a DJ club party, right? I see her. Wait, now, I confirmed the whole eye thing, you know? Right? Boom, boom. Because it's a three We go back a few times, you Yeah. Know? So I was at the point, okay, let me go do my thing. So I take a sip, <clears throat> swagging on over there, whatever the case. I was like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And then she hit me with the... No. I was like, oh! <laughs> I was like, whoa! Oh, was she wicked shy? Oh, I wonder if that's it because that's weird. Like, was she just maybe crazy I don't know shy? If she, if, I feel I don't like know. if a woman's shy, she'll just be a little more soft spoken, and you just right. have to push, the, press the conversation more. But just to do that whole turn, yeah, right, that was a curve. curve. Was a curve. All right, that's so curve all day. I was like, wow! I just took an L in front of everybody, but. I'm going to act like it's cool and just walk it off. And I'm like, Good for you. I was so mad, though. Did you, did you go yeah. hide in the bushes? I, I, was, I was messed up the rest of the night. But I was like, we played the whole, I'm going to look back at you. You look back at me. I, I gave it some time to not think I'm thirsty or but something. See, but know? was it was it the matter? <laughs> when I made the move, nothing. Okay, but was it a matter of you thought she was looking at you, but she was probably looking at somebody next to you? Because <laughs> oh. I've had that too. Like, if somebody waved, you like, oh, hey. And Isn't then, that like, the you worst? Start walking towards on the street? You look, and then somebody else, and you're like, is that oh. the worst though? Man. It is the worst on the street. But it's even worse when you're at a party or a group event. And then, like, everybody sees you. Oh. Yeah, oh, and everybody knows. Now it's like, 
what you gonna do, Jimmy? What you what you gonna do? And so I was like, ah, now I got to. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to, but now I got to. You know? Well, that's my thing too. Is like again, when there's that pressure, like when you have that eye contact. And for me, if I'm really feeling myself and I've had a drink or two, and I, I got a even, fresh fit on, and right, some new sneakers, right? Then I don't even really need that much. Then I'm not buying myself as much time. It's the times when I'm less confident and I'm not really that mm-hmm. feeling myself that much. Do I need to buy myself some time and come up? with an icebreaker usually sometimes if i'm you know feeling myself i just cowboy it i'll figure that when they get there oh cool gotcha well you guys remember steve brown the comedian was on and he he did a shout out to steve brown yeah shout out to steve brown we'll be seeing him more of him tonight but he had a uh, tactic which i thought was great he says never let them see you coming at them always be Mm. right there so they don't have time to assess you visually and say no Ooh. Not that's that they a, would to either. Nice. You that's, a, that's a gem. Nice. It's a right gem. What's not gem. nice is that yeah. you just said we'll see him later, so that means he's got the show tonight, and I got no update. Oh no 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 no. He's in uh, one of our, uh, I believe, features. Oh okay 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 okay. He's actually he's got a show tonight. Yeah, he yeah. was in Harlem uh, the other night. And speaking of Steve Brown, yeah man, right now he's uh, back on the East uh, doing okay. some shows. Okay, uh, I just got up. done speaking with him. Two days ago, I was like, when you coming back, he said Friday. I'm like, I hope you're ready to work because I'm ready to put in work. So That's what's up. That's you guys what's are up. good Shout together. Out to Steve. Hey, just uh, something on before we leave this topic, just yeah. something from the textbooks. There's something that guys uh, should know about. Oh, yeah, the textbook. Sexual overperception bias. It's hmm. something that guys have in embedded in them. It's from evolutionary theory. Sexual overperception bias. Right. Sexual so men, um, because their idea, if the drive is to uh, populate and to, of course, bed as many women, this is, again, evolutionary theory, so it's something that would be very embedded, maybe yeah. not even conscious. The idea is is that you'd rather uh, risk being rejected than losing a sexual opportunity. Does that make sense? So men are more likely to... Um, let's just use this one. I was in the grocery store, and I looked up at a guy twice. I wasn't looking up at him. I was looking at something behind him. And then I went, oh, no, because he, he I knew, um, thought that there might be a sexual opportunity there. You know, so he came over and I was like, oh, yeah. You know, I had to do the nice like, oh, I was just looking at the freaking zucchinis behind you or whatever. He's like, so, yeah, I bet you was looking right. at the zucchinis. So it was- I got some zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there is more zucchinis here. So sexual overperception bias. The idea is that in the past, a man, if he wants to be as successful, he needs to make contact with as many women as possible. Well, because that increases miss, your odds. Uh, you That's miss it. 100% of the shots you don't take. Right, right, right. So the idea is that, um, of course, evolutionary theory theorists say that men um, have embedded in, because you are the descendants of people who were able to mate very successfully for right. many, 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 many years, that they, uh, the idea is that you would you would always want to uh, take that risk. So I, I think that's... Rather than miss an op- sexual opportunity. Understand okay. that, okay. And I think that exact example that you gave was when um, when you give a message verbally and the body language-wise might be a whole com- completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Right. Which... Happens all the time. So how do we fix that, guys? How do we... First, how, how do we recognize? And actually, bef- before we step in there, I got to recognize, Kels, your hat. I got to speak on it. Where'd okay. you get that hat? The brim reminds me of the DJ Khaled book um, that he dropped, the the keys. I've been thinking ab- about it ever since we uh, uh, got on set. Um, actually, this is a Monsters of Dance hat. Okay. Uh, a couple years ago, right when I got back from uh, overseas, I went to the uh, Monsters of Dance convention because uh, your boy is a you know mm-hmm. I'm a, a DJ. Pre- I'm a former dancer. 
But yeah, I, you know, you know, chuck a, chuck a DJ Chaos on the ones and twos as well. But no, I was there to to you know to actually just train and you know and study some new techniques and choreography and stuff like that. Okay, so dope. Well, I'm a little rusty at the moment because I haven't been in the you know dance studio. But you know, trust your boy still got you know I got the moves. Have you watched <laughs> the, the new um, show up with James? Uh, World of Dance. I caught a couple snippets of it last night, but I was actually trying to catch up on something else, mm-hmm. um, which was another J Lo show as well, Shades oh. of Blue. Um, oh. I was trying to catch up on that because I hadn't seen the last two episodes, and um, yeah, so I will give it to J Lo, like her or not, don't like her. She has optimized every damn opportunity. Yeah, she, she hasn't. Not the best singer, not the best dancer, but she is working. But, working. She yeah, but she's a work. damn yeah. good actress, though. Is she? She is. No, 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 no. I'm agreeing with the say... queen here with the uh, on the. <laughs> okay, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some girl that got beat down. Now she gotta come up and no, no, no. Yeah, I know you're talking about. You're talking about enough and a couple other things, but no, no, no. I gotta, I gotta go ahead and rep for homegirl because Shades of Blue is my jam. Really? Shades of Blue is really it down. No, but it's a really, really well written show, and the chemistry is not sexual, but the chemistry between her and Ray Liotta is bananas. Awesome. It is it is really a good show and I feel like this actually does give her a chance to showcase some range. Wow. Mm. So okay, where good. you know, you know, uh a lot of you know more popcorn father like made in Manhattan and stuff like that maybe yeah. doesn't give her that much give allow her that much space to be creative and show range. Yeah. This show gives her that range. Okay. Um because she she deals with so much on so many different levels, it has to pull on so many different faces huh. with the different things going on from episode to episode. It's trust. If you have not seen Shades of Blue, check out Shades of Blue. I'm sure there's an it's on Hulu. After show. There's got to be one. Oh, we, there's, a, there's an after show. So by all means, TV. check out the after show, but definitely check out the show itself. Okay. Okay. But one interesting thing about J-Lo, she's always in love, right? She oh, is. Right. She just got done, you know, messing around with Drake. Which I heard that's that was like her booty call, but that's a whole another that like rebound thing. But now she's on to A Rod, right? Wow, that's yeah. risky business. That is risky. That's the business. only problem I've ever had, and it's not my place to really have a problem with what she decides to do with her, you know, mm-hmm. her cash and prizes. But I just always <laughs> felt like, yo, let your sheets cool down a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, well. Like, I I brought it up because I but think but I only say that because it's not me. Example. Now if it's me, then this you know there's a whole <laughs> different situation. I think Kalo. I think she <laughs> Kalo. Girls, girls, Cal-Lo. girls. <laughs> uh, I think she's the perfect example though of what we call what language of love, right? The mm-hmm. different ways right. to express oneself. Because mm-hmm. absolutely, you said you think she needs to slow down. Sometimes a lot of people. They let other people say, hey, you just got out of this relationship and you're on a, this one. And we spoke about it on this exact show. It's we not did. the best way to get over your last relationship to get to a new one. But right. we've seen J-Lo. She kind of just goes with emotion. She, she, she does. Goes she from, does. Not, not that that's wrong, but that's just the way she does her thing. And think mm-hmm. about her life, too. Like, of course, we don't know what it's like to be her, but it's incredibly glamorous in the yes. sense that she's very accomplished. She's mm-hmm. made her own money. She can do whatever the hell she wants. Whatever. She very power, very she powerful woman. She's a good-looking woman. So she can kind of float from dude to dude. So in a way, 
why the hell would you get married? Why the hell wouldn't you just have fun with whoever you want? Because you could just this be like, true. next. And this is no different than next. what male celebrities, you yes. know, A-list male celebrities heat. do. So, mm-hmm. again, let's go ahead and knock out that double standard. Right. What's a few ways you, you'd be able to show J-Lo love, you know? You, you ain't got all the money in the world. I don't. I bet there's a few ways you'd be able to sh- show some love to uh, uh, tour there, maybe well, some. Uh, I mean, you've got well, you've got you've got the body language, so you've got you know um, if she's receptive to, and I believe she is, uh, you know, cuddling, cuddling, being affectionate, hand holding, right. uh, things like so, that. So uh, physical no, touching, phys- right, right. right. Um, not, but not only that, but you know, sometimes it's not even really about you know the the big things in terms of like being able to buy her this you know this bag or these you know these shoes is you know the small things you know the little you know little love notes mm-hmm. and and you know and simple gestures and and and, and ultimately being the gentleman and being chival- you know chivalrous with her okay. when you're going out simple things you know loving on you know oh you know you you've been on set all day let me get them toes let me let me right. you know let me uh-huh. give you a back massage let me okay. rub your feet you know uh-huh. I'm gonna cook dinner for you let me draw you a hot bath and some champagne. Things like that. A lot that. of times, too. Which, and again, your girl time. don't have to be J-Lo for you to do right, that. Right, so that's an acts of service. And just to, um, if we could get that graphic up, that'd be great. The five love languages, some of you might know about this, has been popular in popular culture in the last few years. Dr. Gary Chapman, shout out. Uh, he's done years and years of marriage counseling. And there are basically five ways that he has determined that people speak and understand emotional love. So the five ways, um, we have the graphics, we'll see that. But we have words of affirmation. We have acts of service, just what Chaos was talking about, drawing a bath, giving someone, uh, doing something kind for somebody, like filling up their car when they're about to go on a long trip. Third, receiving gifts. Fourth, quality time. It's a big female one. Five, physical touch. That's a big guy one. So the idea is that um, for me, receiving gifts have always been nice, but they've never really floated my boat. Because you're the no frills type of woman. Right. But I know that with other people, like women I've known, they really are so happy when a man gives them even a teddy bear from the drugstore or a card that's like worth a lot. And um, so it's basically you have to find out it's a smart guy or a smart woman that finds out what their guy or girl likes. One of these five. It's going to be one of these five. You could usually observe. It can even be a teddy bear from the guy that, you know, set up a table on the side of, you know, Hawthorne Boulevard with, you know, flowers and bears that, you know, he, you know, gathered from, you know, who knows where. You know, it's the thought that counts. Absolutely. What do you guys w- would say, out of these five that we just uh, listed there, what is your go-to one, like your number one? Mine's quality time. Quality it's time. It's a common female quality one. Time. Okay. That's yeah. a good one. QT, man. QT. How about yours, Jimmy? Um, acts of service. That's so, me. Someone mm-hmm. doing something kind for you, having your car detailed and washed yeah. for you. Or, or I do it the opposite, you know. Yeah. Like if I don't have time, I'm make sure I do this for them, you know, to kind of Men are very good. Um there's always that men are from Mars, women are from Venus here because men often show love in this way. They do mm-hmm. service oriented things for women mm-hmm. and there's usually there's there can be a disconnect because women often um want something like words of affirmation. They want the gushy, mm-hmm. wishy. Not all women, but that's a common um, You're the air disparity. beneath my soul. Exactly. Yeah. Chaos. I'm, what are you? Uh, I'm an acts of service kind of guy. Oh. I, 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 I am, you know, it's something that I have to, you know, work on uh, with the words of affirmation, um, even quality time because your boy's, you know, a hustler. Um, so I'm constantly working. But, uh, yeah, I'm acts of service. You, you can definitely, if you look at my actions, you'll know, like, okay, cool. 
I got you. Right. Who cares? He did this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you can look back at people in your life, girlfriends and stuff that you've probably had, and you could tell, oh, she was one of those. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, okay. Is that right? Oh, yeah, definitely. But then I also, on the flip side, for me, you want to win me over, you know, lavish me with gifts. Is that what it is? You're a gift guy. Um, then. I'm a gift guy. Okay. I'm a PlayStation gift guy. PlayStation Four, maybe a couple of J's. <laughs> right, you know. Um, but I also like acts of service too. So you know, you do things for me. You you kick in in the clutch when I need you. Those things do you know you know uh, win big with me. Is there such a thing as you're doing too much? Like I've heard females oh. say you're doing too much, or I'm yeah. doing too much, or just uh, something of that. Oh, no, that's definitely uh, doing too much, and on both sides of the fence, doing too much, and uh, I've also, I've always heard, and I used to hate it, you're too nice. Really? There's always the, the nice and, guy. And, and, the, yeah. and being too nice always often goes hand in hand with doing too much, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which also goes back to uh, men sometimes... Well, well, it also goes back to sometimes, you know, where men will do a bunch of different things, especially when they're in the courting phase. They or they're trying to get the inner interest of a woman. They do all these different, you know, things to try and win her over. Like, oh, let me be super nice. Let me do all these things to win her over. And sometimes that's not what's going to win her over. Yeah. And then that's how you end up being in the friend zone. It's a, it's, a, it's definitely a fine line mm. that you're going to tiptoe, you know, back and forth between because you want to be able to do nice things. So she's like, oh, my God, it's so nice. <laughs> but at the same time, you don't want to do too much because then she'll then, think you're a pushover. That's right. And then that's she ultimately true. just puts you in the friend zone, which doesn't make sense when you take a step back and think of it because you're like, this guy is trying to dote on you. Like he's, this is how he's showing you that he's interested and that he cares for you and he wants something serious with you. But sometimes women, they're not used to that. So they take it, they misinterpret it. And then they're just like, "Mm, no, mm, girl, no, he doing too much. He too nice. I mean, he cool. We can be friends. And then too, I think uh, that's, uh, I'm actually glad you just mentioned that because a lot of people, they've never received love in with it being quality so time or how to act of service, it. maybe it's only gifts, so they don't know how to accept it. Same with compliments, and you notice that too. When if you when you if when you're in a situation where you give compliments to someone and they constantly find a way to kind of reject it, like they take the compliment and then they find a way to, you know, you're like, oh, you look really nice today, yeah, but. I'm really big and this dress is too tight. Wow. You know, things right. like that. Exactly. Women are, you know, famous for doing that. Guys sometimes, but more so women because guys are the ones that are giving a lot of compliments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And you could be somebody who grows into this. You can grow into different uh, different languages. For instance, you might be someone who just never got uh, a lot of gifts because your family just was not a big, you know, uh, or holiday. And then a guy. Touch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I came right. from not really... <laughs> You know, like I wasn't really cuddled and and coddled and stuff like that. So I didn't really, my family wasn't really overly affectionate. So then in, in turn, I've that translates into my relationships. I'm not really, you know, as right, affectionate right. as I should be. Gotcha. Yeah, those habits are amazing. Um, and uh, we were talking about nonverbal communication, body language, and just something that's so important. Um, we talk about, of course, we live in a social media age and um 
going back to just the communication studies on the importance of body language, 55% of all messaging is body language, 38% is the tone of voice, and 7% are the words that are coming out of your mouth. Only 7%. Those were studies done by Albert Barabian back in the 60s, and they really stand the test of time. So the idea is that that's why face-to-face -face is so important, because there's so much bandwidth coming at me just by, from your body and by the sound of your voice. And that's why so much confusion abounds Happens in text messages it's and so social media. Exactly. You just made a great thing. You know, How do you, one, the, the tone. Like, if I'm speaking to you... If 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 we just met, right. right? So you don't really understand how how I talk through text. Right. So if I say something that's actually a joke, I'm over here laughing. <laughs> You're like, did he really just say that? And you take it the whole wrong way. Right. That that's a whole messed up moment there. Right. You know? And even the most skilled communicators, it happens. So right. Fifty five body, thirty eight. Let's just round it up to forty. So like. 60-40, right there, you've got almost the whole thing. Body language, tone of voice. Boom. And I was just going to add to that. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was just going to add to the... Oh, to about the, miscommunication, about a right, joke. A joke. And, right, so the thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and I, I feel like it's almost a requirement now when you're texting someone and you want to you want to convey it you want to send a joke that you have to put lol at the end of it yeah um and and it, it's it's one of those is generic at this point first off i feel like it's lost it's it's lost its meaning or not meaning but it's lost yeah like it's lost its meaning like people use it so freely now that it's, you know, half the time people are like, LOL, and they're literally typing LOL. They're not laughing. And Nothing there's times where I have worse. to, so I have to go and say, like, I'm literally laughing out loud. Like, I'm really, like, <laughs> laughing mm -hmm. loudly where I am, although you can't hear it. But I feel like you almost, now that's the only way to, to, to get across to someone when you're texting them that this was a joke by me putting LOL. Yeah. But then I also feel like people use it as a crutch when they're talking, and they'll just be like, hey, man, how's your day? Hello, well. Um, what's so funny about yeah. you asking me how my day was? Right. So it's, it's one of those things where, again, like we've said on the show many a time, it's really important to just pick up the phone and talk. Make the phone call instead of sticking to text message or social media DMs or anything of, like that. If you actually have... The number, I don't, know, I don't know about you guys. Like, if I'm pursuing a, a person, I'll stick to communication through the n number. I'll stay away from any type of social media, you know, until it gets to that point or something. Or like, right. Nope, I 100% agree. But I've, I've, I've spoken with people, and they say, oh, yeah, I'm talking to a person. Oh, so you guys exchange numbers. We've been talking through message on uh, on uh, Instagram or something. Like, You're just not going to get to know somebody. So then right. my thing is, how serious is this? Because if you're just only messaging, then that's not, yeah, that's not and really to, like, I don't know. I need to get on the phone or have a FaceTime call so I know this is actually something, right. you know, like, so serious. You know it's real. Or yeah. meeting up. When I was single, um, it was funny because I'd get really impatient. I would internalize it and not express it. But if, if it was really quick, if we have, a, like, a conversation email or a phone, if you're interested, the next thing is for us to meet in person, and I'm not going to make that request. And I would get annoyed if guys want to keep. I don't want to keep talking on the phone. Like I'm yeah. not two. A. I'm like, come on, chop, chop, chop. Like you know, um, it would be very like I don't want to email. Like we're not at freaking. We don't work at the same corporate branch, weirdo. Like just but bust a move. That's a, a great bust point, a though, because yeah, that's why there's so many 
catfishes, which we all know about, of course, that actually go down because people don't ever want to meet up or when they do say, let's meet, something comes up and then, you right. know, all that stuff. But can't we just go back in time and say, hey... <laughs> Let's stay off the phone. Let's go take a walk or something. Be like, exactly. yeah, yeah, meet me here and here. and then Right, boom, you drinks know? after work, 5.30, it's right. done. Boom. We're meeting for an hour. It's not that hard. Right, it's <laughs> not that hard. And and I'm actually going through something that I can share with the viewers. Hopefully she's not w- watching or something. I don't know. But uh, there's uh, somebody I've been uh, talking with. Nice. And um, I've tried to make plans. They don't work out. Then really? she reaches out, hey, sorry, I got busy, blah, 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 let's do something this weekend. Oh, okay, cool, fine, sure. Boom, bam, bam, they don't work out. So then it's like the same repeat thing over and over. I get the message again on like Monday, hey, sorry, something came up, all this stuff. So, this is happening? How many times? Um, Right now we are at two. Oh wow! So three okay. strikes, you're out. It's but... gonna be true. To, yeah. How right. fine are we talking? Okay, you don't want. Probably don't want to. Okay, uh, yes. I mean, okay. She, so um, <laughs> she's got a man, Jimmy. She, maybe right. I wanted to touch on that's, a few things my, that. That's uh, what I would put my finger on. Okay. Okay. I wanted to touch on a few body language basics um, because I think we can all agree that you know we all have very busy schedules and sometimes other people have the same um, hectic schedules as we do. Agreed. And had you gotten a chance to at least see her briefly at, after her not being able to, you know, link up with you, she's like, oh, hey, let's just, you know, grab a Starbucks, let's grab a, uh, you know, a cone from McDonald's real quick, and you were to talk to her, and she conveyed to you, oh, I'm sorry, this didn't work out because blah, blah, blah. Some of these body language basics that I'm going to talk about would actually let you know if she's being sincere and genuine, or if she's just blowing smoke up your ass. Well, let me hear. All right, so we, uh, the body language basics that, that you should pay attention to, um, Courtesy of professionalcounseling.com. Face, head, shoulders, torso, hands, legs, feet. Face, expression, uh, movement of eyes, eyebrows, and mouth. Um, Unlike any other muscle, uh, it moves in different ways that will, you know, know, whether someone's talking out the side or they're talking straight at you, smirks, smiles, things like that. That's one way that you can convey someone's uh, sincerity when they're talking to you. Um, you know, or if they're, you know, blowing smoke up your ass, head. And then, oh, it's just a and then too, this thing. is okay. all too. Or, or I mean, just it can be, it can be a lot of different things. Um, you know, head shaking, nodding, uh, uh, turning away, tilting, dropping, dropping, or lifting. Uh, sometimes when someone's listening to you intently, they may turn their head a little bit. They may tilt their head just, you know, ever so slightly. Back to what or they may look down because they may be embarrassed, or you know, or they may be guilty of something. Uh, shoulders, dr- uh, dropping the shoulders, tightening the shoulders, pulling backwards, um, hunching or the angle of the shoulders against the body. These things, you know, can can are indicative of whether they're confident, um, whether they're they're lacking of confidence, whether they're arrogant, uh, whether they don't care, things like that. Um, torso, you know, uh, are they shifting in their seat? Are they leaning forward or backward? Are they leaning into you mm-hmm. because they want to hear what you have to say? Because they want to be close to you. Um, hands, you know, are they fiddling? You know, gestures, handshakes, you know, are they touching you? Things like that. Got you. So okay. those okay. are some of the body language basics. So one more time, the, it would be head, 
Right. I didn't shoulders. touch on legs, but yeah. Okay. Head, shoulders, knees, toes. No, knees I'm and toes. <laughs> uh, yeah, face, um, head, shoulders, torso, hands, legs, mouth, or, or hands, uh, hands, legs, feet. Um, you know, are their are their legs restless? Are they sitting with their legs together? You know, why the cross? Do they right. shift to certain points in the conversation? These are all things, you know, we can all obviously do a whole other episode where we dive into this deeper. Right. That, you know, are indicative of, of their feelings, what they're thinking, how they're, re- you know, how, the level of reception of to what you're saying, you know, how, how much they're receptive to what you're trying to convey to them. Yeah. Right. And how um, invested they are in, in this whole experience that you guys are having. That's why I'm going to reiterate, stay off the phones. Get out the house. Meet up with this person. If that can't go down, then if you have an iPhone, FaceTime, just so you can actually interact with this person on a level, just like uh, Kels mentioned, you can see if they're doing some understanding of the thing or some, you know, oh, or if they're embarrassed. There's so many different ways you can always tell how a person is responding to what smiling for example you just have to smiling with their eyes pay attention to you know if a woman is really interested in what you're saying she'll get a more doughy eyed look Mm. you know a doughy eye referencing a deer um she'll get a more doughy eyed look and again with the head tilt you know things like that her her pupils will dilate same for men and women it's a funny little thing your pupils when you're seeing something very desirable that you want to take a lot of it in your pupils get bigger and it's a funny thing. There was a study done where they took a picture, same person. They had uh, they retouched their pupils to make their eyes look bigger, and they were judged as more attractive because, of course, when our pupils dilate, it's perceived as more more attractive. Wow. Right? It's all signaling. That's what all of this is, and it's I it's so interesting. That. Something that is done. I know when I interview people, I usually have a tape recorder going. I usually am not really listening so much to what they're saying. I'm looking at their body and I'm watching their face. And when you start getting kind of tuned into nonverbal communication, we do it subconsciously is how we process it. Yeah. But just on the the romantic and flirting because it's a lot of fun to just start of course listening to what they're saying, but kind of take half your brain and start just uh just blurring their words and looking at what they're doing with their eyes and their head. Women tend to do these little micro gestures. We'll self-groom a lot. We'll do a lot of this. We'll do, like, a lot of that. Right. Yeah, yeah, more or less. So if a woman's doing that quite a bit, and you could observe her um, when she's flirting and oh, then when she's not. trust me, I'm observing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really fun. It's very fun. And I know in law enforcement, when they um, interview people, it's a common practice because Definitely. they are videoing just the person. Just to see, you know, right, right. the line They're not, not even paying attention to what you're saying. They're just looking at you and getting the feel and getting the vibe. Like this. Mm-hmm. And looking for ticks, which they're trained to do or not for interrogation, but. Very true there. Well, thank you for that, Queen. (laughs) And thank you very much, Chaos. Very interesting. Right now, we've got something special for you guys. If we can bring up this link here. Uh, We we, uh, mentioned the when you're doing too much, um, it can lead to something good or something bad. Um, We've got a quick little fun uh, clip for you here. Uh, We are going to bring it up here in just a moment. And uh, But we can get to that... Right afterwards, how right. about we hit our one wow. of our favorite sections, questions and conundrums, questions. real quick. Um, and this is from Candy Shop Girl. I wonder if she went to the candy shop. Hmm. <laughs> um, she mentioned, I saw your show a couple weeks ago where guys talked about thoughts. Kel's our show. Thoughts on thoughts. Yes. I think I'm a thought. Well, at least she's honest, right? Um, and I don't want to be seen as one because I want a chance to date a nice guy. Should I tell new guys I'm? Should I tell the new guys I meet about my past? 
What do you think, Kels? Uh Unless there's unless it's it's unless there's going to be something from your past that they're going to that that they really need to know like you know <laughs> you got herpes <laughs> that's um, important no i'm being i'm being all jokes no, aside i'm is. being serious like unless it's something medical medical that they need to know or you're dating someone that you guys have a mutual friend um or connection of some sort then i i say no you don't need to share your past because it's not relevant to what you're doing present day so you might have been a little bit you know loose and promiscuous in the past if you're not that way now then focus on what you are now and not what you were then don't bring the past into the present that's why it's called the past exactly i concur it is funny it depends um i think that somebody might be able to, to detect it though um, if it was a very flagrant, if you are somebody, let's just say that was very, very had many, 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 many partners, a lot of STRs, a lot of short-term relationships. Short, short-term I think relationship. a guy who is assessing you, who desires someone who has minimal short-term relation, short-term relationships, yeah. might be able to assess it if he's keen. But of course, there's no need to just spill the beans about something that's not relevant because you're with this guy, you're making a new life for yourself, you're changing your behaviors, you want to attract a high, a high mate value. So no. I agree. Leave leave what's in the past, the past. Yep. Just move on forward. So with that said, let's check out this uh, f- fun clip that I uh, I filmed with my acting c- crew here. It's called right, When You're Doing Too Much. I'm going to do my push-ups quick so we can head up. How many else can you do? Like two or three hundred. <laughs> I'll be back. Oh, shit. Let me get my... Ah! Ah! <laughs> All of a sudden, the ladies leave. Yeah. When she, like, she take your shirt back? <laughs> yeah, that's funny because that is a, that is a very funny video, and I think that you. you have a lot of them too, actually, on your channel. Yeah, go check out the Instagram at Be Your Own Dad. But um, that just goes into exactly what we are saying, though, especially with um, all this love language talk. You can do too much, and you might end up in the friend zone, which I'm sure every guy might have experienced one time in their life. Yeah. Um, Or you just don't want to be in that. You're too nice. Well, also you could be uh, dealing with what millennials are dealing with. I just want to touch on this very quickly. Fascinating, fascinating study came out, and it's called Declines in Sexual Frequency Among American Adults. Um, So this group studied this from 1989 to 2014, and it was really interesting. This really is a representative sample. It is people, all adults in America. So it could be any kind of uh, education level, of course, racial or ethnic background. Um, And they found out that as much as sexualized as our popular culture can be, that Americans are having a lot less sex. Less sex. In the... Um, from about 2010 to 2014, as those did back in the 90s. So especially millennials, it's very pronounced among millennials. In fact, um, they're basically having about sex uh, about almost 10 times 
um, less. less, not ten Easy. times, rather ten. Uh, their incidence, rather. If you let's just say, if you have sex, let's say sixty times a year, that's a kind of common number that's thrown out. It's a it's a drop. You're losing nine of those uh, incidents of sex. Interesting. Wow. And it's it's very pronounced yeah. among millennials. And the idea is that the researchers did talk about. Um, that a lot of this has to do with there's fewer marriages because married people have more sex than unmarried people. But also in those that uh, do have long-term relationships, there is just in general less frequency. And it's the most pronounced among people with college degrees. Mm. So couples with college degrees are having sex less, even if they're it's not. It's too smart to have sex. Yeah, too smart. <laughs> too smart. And um, there is a correlation to perhaps a decline in overall happiness. Um, people in the 30s apparently were getting it on. They were having a lot they, more sex than the millennials are. So it's right. fascinating. And I really want to delve into this more because I think it's so interesting. Why do you think that people are having sex less? Millennials specifically. Um, overall, Americans are having less sex. That's interesting. Only I think because the millennial generation, I think they're learning from the older generation. Because you know a, a lot of them are products of... I'm not saying one night stands, but like unplanned pregnancies. Um, a lot of times, you know, the condom broke, whatever the case. Maybe they didn't know about condoms, and condoms weren't really promoted as much compared to the say in the 2000s compared to the time before. So what I'm saying is maybe we're just more educated on sex. So with that said, they're oh. having less sex. Okay. That's, That's what I think. Perspective. That's a really interesting concept or, mm. or idea. Okay. I have one, but I'm completely <laughs> I would have thought opposite. it would have been more. See, I would have thought, that's why this thing surprised me. And of course, I yeah. really want to delve into the data a little bit and talk about it more in a future episode. But yeah, it it's because I hear all the time, like, oh, my, my mom or dad did this at my age. I don't want to become that. So really? they do things, you know, differently to avoid what they've grown up with or they see within their parents. So Interesting. Yeah. And note that this has to do with frequency, too. So it has the idea of it. Uh, it doesn't basically talk about whether you have a lot of partners. It, it just is basically oh, how the many. the amount. Yeah, the I'm amount. Sorry. So it's, well, hey, it's only a frequency look, uh, study. I'm a freak in the sheets. I don't know. Okay, so can I, yes, can I get the ball, Coach? Okay. Uh, my my conclu- Well, first off, um, I remember someone telling me a long time ago um, that you think once you move in with your partner that you, you're you going to be getting busy all the time. We live together. We can run around butt naked and just get busy anyway. Yeah. And that you actually don't have as much sex once you start living with each other versus when you live separately. Next, with the advent of uh, technology, now we are so much more consumed with our phones, with our tablets, with TV, um, it's bad business to have a TV in your room. Yes. Uh, because chances are you might, you know, close out your evening watching TV. So instead of, you know, having a little pillow talk and then, you know, maybe getting freaky, you're still watching TV until you doze off. Mm. And then now that's canceled everything out because now you doze off. Then once you wake up to maybe turn the TV off, maybe you're just turning over and going to sleep. Another thing, you're on your phone so much that you're not really connecting. So there's no no, no real decompress, decompression and downtime to where you two are connecting in the evening after you've had a long day, she's had a long day. Right. You yeah, guys are still true. on your phones. You're doing this. You're doing that. 
One person falls asleep before the other one. She goes off to bed. You're staying up. You're still on your phone. You're watching TV. Then you go to bed later. You guys have now gone to bed uh, at separate times. So, yeah, you're not about to be like, hey, you awake? You awake? Some guys do that, but most <laughs> right. But most in most situations, you just crawl in the bed and you go to sleep, yeah. and then that happens Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And next and you know, you got to the weekend, and you might get busy on the weekend, maybe once. And the next thing you know, it was Sunday, and you guys are both tired again from whatever happened on the weekend, yeah. and you're and it's it's a repetitive cycle. Exactly. See, that's a good so point. That's a theory. That goes to the findings, too, that those born in the 30s would have have sex about six more times a year on average than those born in the 1990s, mm. which that would be part, that cohort's part of the millennials. So the technology could have a lot to do with that. I because, think so yeah, too. I think even if it's, especially with what you're saying about like pillow talk, like I think that's such an intimate time. Like talking in bed is mm-hmm. so intimate. Obviously, Listen, having I'm sex single, is so really. I don't good. know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, and, and not only that, too. I'm gonna throw one more uh, cookie in that in that uh, in that batch. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Some more chocolate chips. You know something. I love but, that. <laughs> but um, Mystique, which we are going to have a show about, uh, Mystique. Um, if you dropping off a stanky load before you go to bed, and your partner's waiting for you to come to bed, and you drop off a stanky load, male or female, that's probably a turnoff. She probably don't want your dookie booty all up in the bed, jumping up and down with her at that point, or vice versa. Um, those are things that are turnoffs. Uh, the lack of mystique, uh, you know, it could be something like simple, it could be something as simple as she didn't shave her legs. She has, you know, she wears pants to work, and she didn't shave her legs, so she's got a little wolf action going on with her leg game, mm-hmm. and for that man, that might be a turnoff. He likes smooth, shaved legs. So she might be in the mood feeling a little frisky, but he goes to read and he's like, oh my God, like it's, she got more hair down there than I do right now <laughs> on the legs. And then now, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and roll over, you know, you know, and that's it. So it can be simple things like that. You know, she goes to bed wearing some funky old pajamas, you know, a nasty old shirt and, and her head wrapped up, you know. That's not sexy. And vice versa. He can get in the bed with some holy nasty draws. And <laughs> that's not sexy. Like, that's, you know, so those things play a part, too. Yeah. Whether we, you know, we may not say, like, why you got to go to bed in that? You might not say that, but you may be thinking that. And vice versa. So I think it's don't don't forget how you were able to get your partner. You've got to keep that up. To maintain. I am a huge proponent of this year, and you know I could talk about this. And, and we I am are going to do a show about it. <laughs> it is an art and a practice, and it never ends. And it's a great thing because it's not hard. You can always you always have to. Obviously, men are visual creatures. I'm talking from the female side. Stop obviously. pooping before you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, always look pretty. It's like the Frank Sinatra song. Wives should always be girlfriends. Wives should always be girlfriends. But you could say the same. Husbands should always be boyfriends. Yeah, husbands should always be hot stud pool cleaners. Look, I got this shirt. I'm gonna drop into this load of clothes. One second. Do we have time? I think we do. To talk about Kathy Griffin. Do we have graphics up? We can we get that graphic, please? I'm gonna need that graphic. Also, I the, just want to talk about just real quick the five because we're talking about doing too much the five love languages too if we could get that or if not um, obviously people all all know about this this just happened they're on the screen 
Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Kathy is on the screen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, Sorry. everybody, we, we all saw this, right? Right. Okay. F- f- fill me in. I'm kind of lost. Okay. Here. So, Kathy Griffin was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Kathy Griffin yesterday with one of her photo- mm-hmm. uh, friends as a photographer took a picture of herself holding a bloodied Trump mask and it was made to look as if she had beheaded our current president. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it was meant to be a joke um, similar to when uh, Snoop Dogg beat up a, a, you know, a dummy of Trump, mm-hmm. um, a Trump doll or whatever. However, there's so much outrage on the internet because of this. Um, and a lot of people, you know, she ended up apologizing, taking the image down. She, um, she lost a few endorsements mm-hmm. and she got fired from CNN. You know, she always does New Year's Eve right. with Anderson Cooper on right. CNN. Um, she got a lot of backlash. And she didn't just get backlash from the GOP and Republicans. A lot of Democrats um, took sides uh, against her as well, saying like, yo, you went way too far. And now... Here's the question. Was she doing too much? Um, and, you know, ultimately she was doing it for, you know, at the, you know, for the sake of ha- making a joke. A joke, yeah. Uh, was she doing too much? Uh, I mean, what, I mean, what do you think? Was she doing too much? Or was, or, you know, are people just overly sensitive? I think uh, yeah. just based off me hearing it now for the first time, I think people are just overly sensitive. I get it. They're the president. It's the, they always put the president on this big old pedestal. We can't touch him. We can't say this about him. I think even more so with this one. Not. But so with this idea here, definitely beheading somebody is that's taking it to an extreme. Losing endorsements. I get the entertainment business stuff. You are representing something. Squad a potty. <laughs> right. But um I've never heard of I don't think they should like be, you know, throw, throwing rocks at her and <laughs> And, uh, and it kind of feels like that's what's going on. Constance, what, what do you um, think? From a communication perspective, that part interests me. It reminds me of that, a line from a, that Rihanna song from a few uh, years back, Take a Bow. You're only sorry you got caught. I thought she, mm-hmm. I think she thought this was going to fly. Her Hollywood buddies would have liked it. Anderson Cooper, one of her best friends, and also, of course, her co- a co-host immediately came out. He's obviously not a Trump supporter. He's an influential Democrat, said it was vile, yeah. inappropriate. Chelsea Clinton. Um, again, not a Trump supporter. So I think that when the hammer came down on pe- from people she least expected it, that's when she was sorry. That's all. An interesting communication. Okay, thing. so yeah. for me, um, I thought it was in poor taste. But I thought it was gross, by the way. Yeah, sorry. it was you definitely gross. Opinion, I thought so. it was in poor taste. Yeah. Um, I, the, the only problem I have is that so many people are like, oh my God. And it's like the world ended yesterday, and how dare you? And it was just all this what I like to call fake outrage. Mm. But I remember when our former president, Barack Obama, was in office, when people were making effigies and dummies of him and mm. dolls of him and hanging them and Gross. burning them and shooting them and things like that. Bad. And there was not as much outrage. Yeah. So my thing is, is, those people were allowed to express themselves regardless of the fact mm. that it was in poor taste. She was expressing herself. It was in poor taste, yes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like let's spread that outrage. If you're going to be mad at her for this, then mm-hmm. we should have been mad about that because both are bad. Right. Um, right, right. I don't condone it. Right. I just think that people are a little too sensitive. Um, but yes, on her part, it was definitely a bad move and it was a bad mistake. And she was, for this particular instance, doing too much. 
Interesting. Yeah, I agree with um, the line in the sand as far as civility, and it should be spread out because whatever you think of whomever it's doing, it, it's, it's happening to, whether we could even take politics out of it from it. Let's just say it was an actor. They were doing it to somebody else. Yeah. Somebody's going to be up there that you like. <laughs> and then it, so it's like equal opportunity, right? If Whether you like the person, whether you don't like who it's being done to, you're, there's a standard that's being set. Again, this is just a cultural note. So it's good that there are lines in the sand that, cult, that collectively are set, eh. Too far. Because then the next, it would be much worse for like much, the next right, president right, who you might yeah. adore or, not, again, not adore or not care about. So it is interesting. Communication, it always fascinates me, these types of things. So. Always. So it's either like outrage, not outrage, you know. Very interesting. Good point, though. Okay, well, well, bam, guys, there you have it. Yeah. That that's what we have today for our our episode of DMC Dating, Mating, and Communicating. I want to thank both of my hosts for joining me today on the panel. If you have a question that you want us to answer, please don't hesitate. Hit that comment section, ask the question. We will bring it on our sh- our following show and answer that live for you, of course. Now we always love to continue the conversation. You can reach us on our social medias. Mine is uh. Twitter and Instagram at Be Your Own Dad. Of course, go check the blog, Be Your Own Dad.blogspot.com. That's always popping. You can always find you at uh, sixpack.com. You Because I'm trying you to get sponsored about out the here. Other yeah, I'm trying to get sponsored out here. You know what I'm saying? Fitness model. You could have had a keg, but you got greedy. You just and, work and I went yeah. with the eight pack. Yeah, you went with the eight pack and said you didn't feel like drinking that much beer. All right, I am Constance Dunn. I hope you guys had a good time. And, and of course, we thank you. Thank you. We thank you so much. We thank you so much for joining us tonight. You can always find me at Constance Dunn, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, real quick, Jimmy's not about to be the only one. With uh, six and seven and eight, nine and ten, eleven, twelve pack what abs. You, what you got, Kel? Chaos is bringing something to the table. Yeah, summer twenty seventeen. I'm not giving you a date yet, but <laughs> I'm working on my situation. Um, but you can find me in the meantime on Twitter, Chaos J K W O S J, and uh, you already know Instagram, Chaos underscore Oceans thirty one thirty one flavors of waviness all day, keeping it delicious, keeping it sexy and fun. Let's do it. And we will see you guys next week. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.